22 shrimp, uh, jerk seasoned bacon wrap. Man. Woo. Yeah, here you go, Thad. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, so uh, I know you grilled your, you grilled your heart out. So you've you smoked your heart out, and I guess you've gassed your heart out for those that actually use gas to cook your food. But uh, we're just going to go ahead and uh, jump right in here. Hello, my name is Hurricane, and my co-host is Stiggs, and you're listening to the Hurricane and Stiggs podcast. We give you a quote of the day, talk about it, get inspired, tell stories, and we do it all in roughly 10 minutes. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. This week on the Hurricane and Stiggs podcast, we're switching it up. We're still going to give you a quote of the day, but we're going to launch to one of the greatest events the world has ever known ever seen well at least in my small world it's the greatest thing that i've ever stumbled upon thanks to my two brothers who were the best men at my wedding so i have uh my my two brothers ben and matt on the uh they're on the podcast so they're gonna we're gonna talk about this event that i'm that i'm referencing so matt and ben if you could go ahead and say hello to the audience hey i'm ben Best man number one. Hey, this is Matt, and a uh, pleasure to be on the Hurricane Instinct Show. Welcome, guys. Uh, Matt and Ben and I are podcasting together uh, here in Virginia Beach, and uh, Hurricane's up in, in uh, Richmond, so we're uh, two weeks in a row. We got special guests, so we're excited about that, and I'm so excited. We're talking about the greatest event of every year. Uh, what, which annual is this now? It's going to be this going to be the eighth annual hurricane. Why don't you tell them what what we're talking about? Well, I will after we oh. after I say that, folks. Please, please, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I got to give a plug. Just go ahead and search Hurricane and Stigs and uh, like us and follow us so you can get updates of all of our episodes. So what we're talking about today is what we know as the Palooza. And so, yes, I go by Hurricane. That's one of my many nicknames. But my name is Rob, as you probably know for listening to the show. And so this Rob Palooza is actually all about me. That's why this event is so great. However, <laughs> there's a whole lot more. There's a whole lot more to the story. So we have to really talk about how it all started and the origins of it. And that's why my two brothers are here. So I'm going to turn it over to them to, after I give the quote, I'm going to turn it over to them and we can, we can dive into the Rob Palooza. So the quote comes from a good friend of ours so you know we kind of belittled him a little last week on the air uh i don't know if we belittled him yeah maybe we did we, he's we an ohio some state smack fan about him talk, I mean, talk he's a little, little smack about him but <laughs> that's so true paul lawfer if you're still listening we do love you hang in there bud hang in there um the quote comes from paul and the quote goes as followed what's it look like it's a bag of meat that's it. Simple. It's a bag of meat because today's episode we're talking about What's it meat look like? and we're talking about grilling. What's it look like? It's a bag of meat. All right. So Matt and Ben, can you talk a little bit about what is this Rabapalooza and how did it start? Well, I think we can talk about your bachelor party was set up with a number of events, but the Rabapalooza now is just the one part of your bachelor party that everyone enjoyed so much we decided to keep doing it every year. Right. And so... As the guys came together to plan a day for Rob, 
we said, what what are all the things that Rob loves, right? How can we make this a Rob festival or a Rob a palooza? Um, so it got coined. So it was things like let's go play some rugby, play sports, watch sports, play sports. Yep, watch sports. Let's eat some good food, right? Let's get all the guys together doing something active, um, having fun. And by good food, we really meant meat. So part of this day ended up being, you know, after you play three hours of rugby and football and what else? Uh, I think we played two bounce. Yeah, two bounce. That's basketball. probably for another another discussion. Two bounce. We said well, the next best thing to do would to be to throw Rob the ultimate cookout. So, um, and this part of the day was was a surprise to Rob. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if everything that we did that day was a surprise, but this part was specifically a surprise. Correct. Yeah, actually, I think this was the only thing that was. This was the only part of the day that I knew nothing about. Yeah, and I was tasked with distracting Rob uh, while everyone else got set up and ready. So Yeah, I believe, uh, Stiggs, you, you, you were told to take Rob, um, you know, go clean up, get, you know, go, go catch your breath, get settled. And when all the guys had had a chance to go get cleaned up, grab their best marinated meat, um, and come over to my place, um, you would bring Rob over. Right, right. yeah. And then Rob would walk into the backyard and realize that he would be the sole judge of a cook-off grill style. So we spent that hour scrambling and uh, getting everyone, all the guys over to my house. And as you walk through my living room to the back door, straight into the backyard... And my backyard was just like a pretty simple uh, square piece of grass, no obstructions. So as Rob could walk through the house and into the backyard, we had set up a, a half circle, a semicircle of grills, all set up side by side. Um, Smelling so good. What? There were, I think, 12. I think it was 12. Grills at the first, first one. one. Yeah. It's a Tw- bunch. 12 grills going. And um, and so John, our Stiggs brings a hurricane through the house into the backyard, and it's not like a bunch of guys kind of, you know, firing up their grills. At that point, guys were like halfway into their their meat. Was yeah, that, was it that was right? a full century overload: sight, sound, oh, smell, man. taste. Yeah, I, I gotta say that second to my wife, most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was incredible, man. <laughs> it was incredible. Grills. There's meat. It's, it's like you know. There's the lines on, on. I mean, it was cooked so perfectly. Guys were doing amazing stuff with all the food it when was, I walked yeah, back there. Yeah, just this like, like heavenly aroma of incense and and meat smoke just wafting up to heaven with twelve grills going full on. Guys cooking multiple options of meat right you might be cooking a steak and maybe a seafood a shrimp dish you know on the side that type Mm -hmm. of thing um and this whole idea i think i think is when like food network iron chef was kind of you know getting hot and popular and we said what would rob love most than to to be the judge yep of 15 to 20 guys best grilled entree yeah, I, I, and when you say best grilled, I think that there was two, kind of two things that happened that day that is the reason this can, the, the cooking 
contest portion goes on, two things happened. One, people came to win. So it, people were, this was not hamburgers and hot dogs. All right, y'all. Y'all saw me last year, right? Yeah. I came in second. I fell short to Rob's perfection. That was pretty hard. That's like being in his shadow for a whole year. It's pretty he was. tough. He was. I wasn't in shadow. But I remade it. Not only did I remake it, I made it better. Now, it's top sirloin with brown sugar, just a dash of cinnamon. Just a dash. So you get that aftertaste just fall down. You get that, that spice with that sugary goodness just marinate right in your stomach. But let's take it back just one more step. <laughs> we moonwalking, people. I got four days glazing of grape jelly with ketchup and Worcester sauce. Black pepper, lemon, paprika. Sitting in there with the bacon, nonetheless, for four days. Wrapped around. Now, this is not heaven, but it's pretty close. These, these were some, I mean, there were a couple bad dishes, I'll be honest. <laughs> hey, there, you know, there, was, 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 there was. Good, there was some, but this was good food. And then everyone was cooking enough, you know, so that you could, Rob, you could eat. And, and you could judge, but there was so much food left over, we all got to eat a little bit of almost everything there. And so that's where the enjoyment for, for everyone showed up. That, yeah, so you were the judge, but everyone ate almost everything, and bellies were full. I butterflied the chicken mm. with, some, uh, with some cheese, some jalapenos, some kielbasa flavors. Then I mixed in some Cajun and some, uh, some Montreal chicken seasoning. Then I sutured up that chicken. <laughs> All right. Brought it back to. Then I, uh, I sutured the chicken back up, let it sit for three days, marinate. Then I smoked it early today. Cut it up, and smoked to perfection. Like when Matt and Ben like brought this idea to me, and they're like, "What would Rob? What would Hurricane love? Like, he loves sports and meat. Like, let's make this." This, we're gonna do a grill off. I was like, well, that sounds cool, but I was my thought was like, no one's gonna take this seriously. Like, people are gonna like cook hamburgers, yeah, hot dogs, yeah. and like nasty steaks. But like, <laughs> well, there's a couple nasty steaks. <laughs> there were a couple. But that's a great point. I was yeah. thinking about that this week. How it could have been everyone picking up a twenty pack of frozen walmart burgers right on it you know 20 times 15 guys and it's like man this was just a really bad bad bad. bunch of bad burgers you know yeah Yeah, but everybody like i like surprisingly everybody came with like their own recipes like their secret recipes like people have been marinating steaks for days all right uh we got pork shoulder number 25 uh, from the islands of Jamaica, perfect combination of fat and lean meat. Uh, funny story, as a child, I fell in a pig pen, almost got eaten. I've resented pigs ever since, so I've learned to make the most delicious pork you could yeah. ever taste, ever. All right, thank you. Pork number 25. Keep your enemies closer. Uh, marinating brats for hours and hours and beer and mushrooms. Marinating hot dog buns, maybe, for a little too long? Uh, maybe, I don't remember, yeah. 
But uh, it was amazing. It, I mean, was it so, really was amazing. It was so good. I remember to this day what certain people cooked. Like yeah. Eddie yeah. Lee. For the first one, yeah. Made yeah. this shish kebab that was this melt in your mouth. Mm, yeah. Matt, you did a bacon yeah. wrap steak. Bacon wrap filet. Filet, yeah. Bacon wrap filet. So good. Marcus Croft and, show, yeah. and his wings. hot wings. Hot wings. Yeah. Oh my gosh, those were amazing. So yeah. it was like right away, first year, I was like, whoa, there's memorable dishes here. Cheddar stuff. Avocado wrapped in beef, wrapped with bacon, with a little bit of uh, uh, barbecue glaze, smoked to perfection for uh, 40, 45 to 48 minutes. Uh, this is uh, sandwich number seven. I did the uh, sourdough, so I used the Kerrygold butter, rubbed down the sourdough, grilled the sourdough, and then I uh, did an eight-hour charcoal, eight-hour wood-smoked pork butt. I did that yesterday. I smoked that. And uh, it's actually just mixed in its own juices. There's no added sauce. It was just super juicy. And so I put the pulled pork on the uh, on the grilled cheese, which was a white cheddar and a, and a um, Italian blend. And then uh, grilled that, and it was the delightfulness that you tasted. And you know, we 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 leveraged the competitiveness of this group of guys. Sure. Right. That's I mean, true. We, we have several events through the year where. There's some kind of over-the-top competition, but some pride on the line type of thing. So once we told guys this was a grill-off, they brought it. All right, guys. Once again, for your tasting adjournment, I, uh, I prepared a slow-smoked prime rib, also with a choice, either a nice horseradish cheddar over it, dipped in horseradish sauce, barbecue sauce, or just plain plain Jane, but it, it was so tender and juicy that it just melts in your mouth. So the logistics of getting grills to Matt's house for the first one was hilarious because we had to do it in secret so Hurricane didn't know what was going on. So I think it was that, you had to do it that week, right? Leading up to it? Because it was on a Saturday. So like yeah. we were just like, People with truck. Hey, who's got a truck? Who's Let's move truck. some grills. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you have a if you have a Toyota Corolla <laughs> and a giant grill, you can't move your own grill. Right. Yeah. So we had to get the logistics of like, hey, who's got a grill they can bring? Uh, who's got a truck? All right, let's get this set up and get this like semicircle of grills. And I think Matt, you probably had grills in your backyard for like a week after that. A week or two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcomeness. <laughs> Friendship. These are great sentiments. And can anyone tell me what along the southern seaboard symbolizes those things? Georgia. Pineapple. <laughs> Pineapple is the symbol of welcomeness, friendship, along this seaboard. And I want you to remember that as we dive into what really is a peak today. I, uh, I have for your enjoyment here something that Willy Wonka approached me to try to create in his factory several years back. And what it is, is it's a piece of pineapple. Friendship. Remember that. Friendship. Gene Wilder. There was no, there was no other. There was just another creepy movie. I don't know what it was. Um, <laughs> it is a piece of pineapple put on top of a spicy piece of sausage and covered in brown sugar melting together to give you a candied meat as a dessert that just satisfies everything you ever wanted. Hallelujah. This, ladies and gentlemen, is 
the upside down pineapple party. So I don't. It was and so it was so good and so memorable. Um, I think Ben and Matt were just like, "Hey, let's do it again next year," and we made it an annual thing. And now um, it's really, really taken off. Uh, ben, you kind of. I would say you kind of head things up now with with the planning of it with Caleb Jones. Uh, he's kind of taken uh, stride with it in the in the last eight years. We do it at his in his backyard now. Yeah. People are bringing not only grills but smokers and showing up sous at three in the morning. So showing up like days before, Get smokers going. getting yep. smokers going and everything like that. So it's become a real amazing event um, with some really great awards so the first year matt i think you just printed out some awards and like framed them in dollar store frames that, yeah, that yeah. rob just gave out microsoft powerpoint dis- you know <laughs> discretion yeah. yeah 10 minutes you know throw together a few uh clip art and uh some bad font and yeah there you have but it there's only what like three maybe two four there was no a i think there was probably about five i i, I Cause I know I know Jamie Merla got one, for like worst jokes. Um, I know that Matt, you actually won the first round of Palooza. This is correct. With yep. your steak you wrapped, that? wrapped in bacon. That was amazing. Yep. The the yeah the fillet. Yep. With I, the uh, bacon wrapped around that thing. You I know knew it. You couldn't resist. Yeah. I know that Paul Lawler um, won Boy Scout Dropout. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, and, so and for, I feel like Thad. I feel like maybe Thad or Aaron. I feel like there was the biggest meet, but maybe that wasn't until year two. I know Aaron. I believe won best alternative meat for cooking seafood at a meat competition, but but it's allowed. but this is Aaron cooking seafood, right? Which I is mean, amazing, right? Yeah. yeah, he could cook a jellyfish. He's the most decorated and, seafood yeah. champ. But people have been gunning them for for years, yep. and uh, but some guys just know how to cook certain things on the grill. Yeah, and Aaron can take any piece of seafood and just yeah, make it make it delicious. Yeah. Um, for for our listeners that don't know, what is the Boy Scout Dropout Award? So we have a a green we have a green chicken chili that was marinated poorly. And uh, grilled to mediocrity. <laughs> and I tried to cover that up with cheese, because everyone loves cheese, but the cheese melted off and it failed miserably. Hmm. So I give you the green chili chicken number negative two. For those of you that like, for those of you that like bland, terrible dishes, this, this is the one for you, negative two. Well, actually, yeah, steaks, that's a great point. But uh, as, as Matt was saying, Everything was kind of leveraged because of the competitive nature and the awards, but the awards have kind of changed and expanded over uh, over time, I guess. Or maybe, I guess, probably year two, I think they were almost set in stone is what we have today, but pretty pretty quickly thereafter. So, yeah, can you guys explain each award and, and, and what it means? And what awards do we have, actually? Yeah, so, Ben, why don't you take over yeah. to yeah, list okay. the awards? Yeah, so. so, right, so if you were going to say, come to the Robopalooza this year... June 15th. June 15th, come on out. And uh, you could, boy, I mean, it was kind of like where to start. There's so, there's so much food, we've had to categorize it so that there's different categories, different winners. 
But so if you were to say, come this year, um, there's a category for best use of beef, best use of pork, best uh, use of poultry, um, best use of seafood. Seafood, of course, is very broad because you have anything from salmon and, and fish to crustaceans. Um, and then uh, best sandwich. We have a sandwich category, which kind of allows, say, a beef category and a chicken category to go against each other if you have a chicken sandwich and a beef sandwich, something like that. And then uh, there's there's an award for biggest meat, which is, again, encourages people to stick with the the original spirit of the day, which is man cooking meat and just big and bringing the biggest um, thing they can. So literally whoever brings the single largest piece of meat. Poundage. Poundage, right. Yeah. For Yeah, by mass um, wins an award. <laughs> um, and then there is the best in show. So if you win your category, you get to go into a second uh, uh, voting section. And so of all of the category winners, one of those will be elected for best in show, which is, of course, the top honor. And then uh, there is Boy Scout Dropout, and that's the one award that you do not want to, to receive. Uh, yeah, it's, like, uh, it's like the last draft pick in the NFL draft. What's that guy called? I mean, it's called Tom Brady, but no, uh, greatest of all no. time. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, the Boy Scout Dropout is uh, it's the Scrag Award. It's the worst um, showing. Well, I mean, what do you think about when you think about a Boy Scout yeah. who... Drops out of Boy Scouts. You think about me. I dropped out of Cub Scouts. <laughs> I mean, I was never even in Boy Scouts, so, you know, yeah. I turned out okay. So this is people who can't cook. Sure, but a Boy Scout clearly cannot cook. Light in the yard on fire, A good maybe, maybe. entree on the grill over a fire, right? That's the whole premise of it. Well, I mean, a real Boy Scout. Cook. Clearly, we don't know a lot about the Scouts. Yeah, we don't know about the Scouts. We're all Boy Scout dropouts in that sense. But, uh, yeah, so it's the person who... Uh, maybe has the worst guffaw of the afternoon or uh, a terrible dish a terrible dish or a terribly sure. shown dish even right. if it's decent in flavor um, or you know just uh, sets the yard on fire hey look here's the thing <laughs> all right if you set a yard on fire with a grill that is not your own, do you really set a yard on fire? That's the real question. Well, another you... question you could add, Stiggs, is would you show up to a grilling competition without your own grill? Oh, nice point. I mean, oh, come that's on. That's true. You can't, I mean, you... I didn't, yeah, that's true. Were there any other men using said grill? Um, no, because they all knew better than to use your grill. So because it was... You didn't Not even your use your grill. You didn't even use you your own grill. Set the yard on fire. Hurricane's lawn was burning. Hey, look, look. Here's you, things. So things. You set Matt my yard on fire to a grill off. For all of you listening, we are here with the Boy Scout Dropout Award winner today. Yeah, a proud <laughs> and honored member <laughs> of the fraternity of Boy Scout Dropouts. <laughs> so, Hurricane, let me ask you this. If Stiggs had won on my grill and he had won best in show, who gets the credit? Do I get the credit for that too? Oh, see, you, you, that's a great question. You get partial credit, maybe. That's a great yeah, question. I would, you wouldn't give him any credit, Stiggs. What are you talking I about? Would, no, I wouldn't give him credit, but no. i definitely give him blame. <laughs> you got to pass the, pass the buck when you can, right? I mean, maybe we can talk about some of the other ways people have won the Boy Scout Dropout Award. Okay. Such as, say, soaking the bun of a beer broth. <laughs> In beer. In beer. Yes. In beer, yeah. Well, like, I mean, not only that, but, uh, you know, that was year one. That's Paul Offer out there. Soaking the bun. Yeah, I wasn't in, naming names. Well, you, I am. You put, I am. I don't care. But because here's the other thing. 
he put mushrooms on there, and you guys sent out a memo to the guys and were like, hey, like the only thing Rob doesn't like is mushrooms. Or Paul even asked me that day, do you like mushrooms? And I said, I do not like mushrooms on my brat. And he continued to put them on there anyway, thinking that somehow that would win him an award. Well, it did win him an award. It did, yeah. Well, that's true. It's not an award that you really want. When I think of soaking a bun in beer, I think of the hot dog eating contest. Ooh. Right? Like the Coney Island hot dog. Like, it's gross to watch. Because they're scarfing down <laughs> hot dogs and then the buns the bun are soaking like water. Soaking. Oh, it's so, no. gross. so gross. We got one more. Let's just hold your cows and pigs. <laughs> the award we affectionately call BSDO Boy Scout Dropout. Now, I know there was no one here that was striving to win this award, but it doesn't matter. You get 25 guys together in the backyard. A few beers, fire, things are bound to happen, all right? Um, Chad, there was a point over there where you were working on creating that uh, breakfast concoction, and you, you were short of a spatula. You were a little under utensiled. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay. First time. Uh, Stiggs? Stiggs came running across the yard. I mean, we're talking about a, a seven-year veteran, a 33-year-old man who came here without a, without a, what would he, would he come out here? Tongs. Without tongs. Without tongs. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on, man. So we had some strong entries. Let's just say that. We had some strong entries. But, but, but. They didn't win Boy Scout dropout. In fact, no one wins Boy Scout dropout. You lose Boy Scout dropout. And the man here today that lost Boy Scout dropout, first of all, he showed up with no meat. It's happened before. It's okay. It's it's happened. You can contribute in other ways. All right. But then he made a classic Robapalooza rookie mistake. He went in too fast and too strong. And he did not pace himself, Travis Hayes. You went in a little too strong. The meat and the drinks got to you. Boy Scout dropout, Travis Hayes. This is a lesson to us all. He started too strong. He started too fast, too strong, and he you can't maintain that level of consumption for four hours. Your body goes into siesta mode. That's true. I think he did take a siesta yes, in the middle of the grilling competition. No, yeah. not, not in the middle time-wise, in the middle of the grill. Yeah. By the time the awards were coming out, he was laid out on the couch. He could not get up off the couch. Hey, man, sometimes you just got a nap. There's nothing wrong with that. No, look, you got, again, again, he shouldn't have gone it too hard, eaten all that food. He wasn't waiting for other people to submit their entries. He was testing food too fast, too early, and going back for seconds and thirds when he should have been pacing himself. Come on. Rookie mistake. Well, he he yeah. says this year, he has told me that this year he is coming back to redeem himself. Uh, uh, I don't have an elaborate story. This is just straight from the West Coast. Smoked Santa Maria style tri-tip. Salt, pepper, nothing else to it. Cali tri-tip? Yep, that's it. Martha Stewart, baby. Beef 71, simple. Very nice. Very nice. 71. Let me just talk about how how popular this uh, this event is a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. This event is so popular, and, and all of us 
invite friends and stuff, that when we invite friends, the next year they invite friends, and the next year that friend's friend says, I'm coming back and I'm not going to miss this again. And that's how the thing, that's how the event has grown. Yeah. Right, right. Like, we you, had a, a guy come from all the way from Georgia last year just for this yeah, grill off. People coming in town. And has this. made it a point this year oh, to know the date. Oh, yeah. Know the date. Clear his schedule and make the trip from Georgia and actually from from Texas. He's working in oh, Texas. That's right. Now he moved to Texas now to make yeah. the trip. No home. way. He said, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna miss. The no Robert way. Pool. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> when I was in college, uh, I dated a girl for most of those four years. I don't date her anymore, but I met her father. Her father was from St. Louis, and in St. Louis, they have a thing called a pork steak that they love to eat. He grilled them all the time. I learned about them. It's pork shoulder meat. It's sliced thin. And he likes to put it on the grill with a lot of sweet, tangy barbecue sauce and give it a nice scald. And that's exactly what I brought to you today. I have no love right at this moment, but I do have the pork. And it's good pork. And that's what I brought. Because this is one of those things where, like, you don't know what you're missing until you've experienced it. Right? Yeah, it makes Texas it makes Texas State de Brazil look like McDonald's. <laughs> it's, that's so true, though. It's and so, so true. You invite you invite a guy a couple years. Yeah, yeah. I'll make it out. I'll see if my Saturday's free. I finish my yard work. Blah blah blah. No, and then they they finally come after a couple years of invitation, and they are not missing it again. Right. Right. Yeah. They say, "Well, how, why did I ever not come?" And I will be here every single year. And then they invite somebody, and then their buddy comes, and now. I don't know everyone who comes, but yeah, it's a there darn was definitely good time. Some, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, no, it's the it can't year. miss food event of the year. It it's puts right. Thanksgiving to shame. That's what I tell people. Oh, it's second Thanksgiving is definitely in the far second compared to best food day of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, food wise, definitely. I mean, it's just like how many how many entries did we have last year? We had past well, couple years has been thirty something thirty something entries, and so I mean, a couple people entered several categories, but. Um, we had how many 129 pounds, pounds of meat. 129 pounds of meat. my mind, okay. yeah. 130 pounds of meat entered into the competition between all the contestants. Uh, and this year, I think we'll probably break that record. Just because more people cooking, Just, more grills yeah. coming. Yep. And can we talk about the creativity? This is a very strong category. There's a lot of great pork here, but there only could be one. Let's just be honest here. I told you I was going to come back with Cuba last year. I did. There is a Cuban cuisine, a pork named Shelly that I babied for a month. One day a month for a whole year in Chesapeake, in the butcher shop, where I hand-fed her for a whole year. Now, let's be real. That doesn't get any more relationable than some of this meat on the table. All right, Menendez brothers. You can taste it. There you go. Now, the flavors... It's straight up organic. You got jalapeno, oranges, lemons, lime, all freshly squeezed into it for five days, marinating. You got a little bit of black pepper, salt at the table, you know, a little paprika, parsley. But let's be real, this pork right here, not only did it come, it came with a friend. It came with top prime roast beef. Oh, nope, not there though. There's Swiss cheese involved as well. Now, I told you I was gonna bring you a Cuban sandwich. Now there's no bread, but it's an open Cuban sandwich. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I, I endorsed them last year. Now, this is authenticity. Authenticity. 
Authenticity uh, open? Yep. It doesn't get any more real than that word. What number was that? This is number one. Number one, people. Number one. All right. Oh, Perfection. yeah. So, I mean, Robbie's something in bacon at this point is cliche. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, this is part of the, this is a, a rule to the Robopalooza. So, if you are a category winner with a certain entree, you are not allowed to enter that same entree, that winning entree, in a, in a future year, right? That's right. Um, so, let's say Stiggs was to win chicken with... Um, teriyaki chicken. Yeah, teriyaki chicken. And he won with, with the special teriyaki chicken recipe. He can't enter that. But the other thing is, like, I'm probably not going to grill the same chicken teriyaki that Stiggs won with last year to win it this year. So then I start to get creative about how I want to win chicken this year. And Stiggs I mean, would be forced to be creative because he can't ever cook that again for that right. category. Yeah. Until the legend of Rabba Palooza All-Stars, where it'll be only award-winning dishes. Oh. And of course, if you haven't Excellent. won one, you can still come cook two and try to take down the greats. Oh, oh man. man, that's like that's like really Iron Chef. Like that's food network. This is like, on Bobby Slay. I mean, Hurricane. I haven't I haven't run this by everyone yet, but there's so many winning dishes that I want to eat again, but my friends can't cook for me anymore because they right. won an award. At some point, I think it would be very fun to have a Rabapalooza All Stars, and we can we can talk about that at some other point. Maybe tenth anniversary. Maybe tenth anniversary. Oh yeah. It's number Maybe eight. Yeah, it's number yeah. eight. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not gonna say too many fancy words and try to impress you with a bunch of you know weird stories about being friends with a pig or something. <laughs> I'm just gonna say this was a whole pork loin from the butcher shop. I made a brine. It sat in the brine for twelve hours and then I took it out, I did a nice rub on it and then grilled it, smoked it for two hours. It's stuffed with andouille sausage, topped with a premium German stone ground mustard. It's the juiciest, tastiest thing you will ever have. <laughs> all right, so the Palooza, we have all these amazing awards. We have all this amazing food. But, of course, in order to get the award, there has to be a, uh, a voting system. There has to be – there's actually a time limit where you can submit your food. The votes, we, ha we have a specific way that the, the votes need to take place. Um, I'm just going to turn it back over to – to the guys down in Virginia Beach to, to talk a little bit about the voting, how that works, and how you, uh, the, the submission of dishes, how that works. Well, I, I think, you know, as the competition has gotten bigger and more guys are competing for different categories, for instance, if you were going to cook, say, you know, some sort of burger and the chicken sandwich, for instance, on the same day, you might cook one and then the, you know, clean your grill and then the other. And so because guys are cooking more than one thing, the window of which, you know, for what time food is kind of coming off the grill has widened a little bit, which is good because to vote for any category, uh, you have to you have to eat everything, which is the best and worst part about the day. Yeah, it's the best and worst part about the day for sure. I, uh, yeah, I can't eat for days afterwards, which is awesome, but also like you're eating thousands of calories. Within well, a span of two e hours. Each person is probably going to eat over a pound of meat. Easily. Oh, yeah, but that's... 
that's the best part of the day. I mean, yeah, that's why you're there. You might not want meat the next couple of days. Right, yeah, and that's okay. That's fine. Hey, speak you for know. yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you prep that morning with a green smoothie. That's right. right? Do a little Metamucil. Yep, get things going. <laughs> yeah, get some fiber in there. <laughs> Right, because yeah. you will have no fiber Co- the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah, coffee and a bran muffin. So what I did today was bring you smoked poultry with the smoked gouda. Mm. Now the chips were soaked 12 hours, smoking here three hours, all brought together. I call this smoke on smoke poultry number one. Yeah, because the first Raba we didn't plan on people really taking it super seriously, so. People brought side dishes. I brought like three pounds of baked beans and five pounds oh, of yeah. potato salad. Yeah. We thought sides would be a thing. No one touched the sides. No one touched the sides. There was so sides. much entree level stuff to eat. There's So now everyone just knows not to even bother bringing a side. And we're talking no chips, right? No Oreos, no, yeah. nothing. No, no, yeah. No potato salad, no, no potato baked beans. salads, yeah, no. Desserts. Nothing Just, else that would go with the traditional cookout. It's simply right. all yes. about Ain't no one got meat. time for baked beans yeah. when there's that much good meat. If you want seconds later, you know, find something that you really like. But there's the food is just going to come and come and come. And you eat and you eat and you eat to, to be a, a, a moral, a morally in the right kind of judge. Yeah, I mean, well, classic mistake from Travis last year as a rookie showing up. He didn't realize how many entrees were going to be coming off the grills because 25 guys, 30 guys, right? 25 guys, most of them making more than one entree. And what I mean is entering in more than one category, right? So that's a lot of food to eat. Yeah, and to be clear here, for instance, you know, if you were cooking, again, I keep using a hamburger as an example. If you're cooking a hamburger, you're not giving everyone a hamburger. You're cutting into fourths or sixths. And handed it out that way. Nobody wants even half of your hamburger because too much stuff to eat, no matter how good it is. Yeah, like you're giving little sample sizes out to everyone, but they just don't stop coming. All right, so I did a ribeye cap steak, uh, where they just basically take the caps off of ribeyes and tie them with butcher tie, and I cooked them with just salt and pepper, and I sous vide them for three hours at 134 degrees, and then I finished them over charcoal just for a quick sear. And sliced and served. Yeah, it. but you you know, but again, that adds a little element to the competition because you also have to cook enough for thirty guys to have a bite, right? That's very true. Yeah, right. and not just a tiny bite, not just like a you know, like the the leftover bite, like a, the best bite that you can make. So you right, whatever you make has to be good the whole way through. Or you have to cook, you know, you just have to cook the right amount for everyone. You got to get the right bites in there for everyone to taste it. And then, of course, people are always going to be coming back anyway once you cook such a good dish like I do year after year. Um, But you have to have enough for everybody, you know? So your timing, right, your organization, your coordination, it's all very important on the grill. I'm going to be honest, I was a little preoccupied this week. All caps, so not really focused. That's right. Um, in In the words of the immortal... Con Smythe, Stanley Cup winning, Alexander Ovechkin. We're not going to be sucked this year. <laughs> and that's what he said in preseason. It was awesome. So everybody talked about, you know, oh, I gave you these options, that options. I gave you no options. I gave you greatness. And I, you know, was inspired by the Caps win and, you know, bringing a cup to D.C. 
I said, what is more American than Tennessee whiskey? And so I made a bourbon barbecue sauce to go with some delicious Gulf shrimps. Grilled it nicely with some help from my man Oliver, who basted it for me and got it ready to grill. Yeah, Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. Um, that's where the greatness lies. And, you know, all these folks gave you so much food. No, no, no. I gave you a delicious taste, a delicious bite to leave you wanting more. And it was amazing. And you know you want more. It's number 99 in your programs, number one in your heart. Bourbon barbecue shrimp. And this year, it, um, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be limited even more just to make it a little bit more fair across the board so people walking in late don't eat something that's No, so no, that's it's, cold. it's no... Yeah, so the window is no smaller than before. You still have two hours from one to three to get your meat off the grill. The idea is if you are voting, you better be there by one. So don't show up at two and wonder why there's some cold food that came off at one o'clock and why it's no good. Well, it's because you were late. It's not the cook's fault. So the, the window is just as wide as ever. Everyone can take their time. Just be there at one if you want to vote. Poultry number 15, uh, jerk chicken. Uh, when Ben told me about this competition, I had to make sure I got back from Jamaica. I'm lying, by the way, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, went to various stores, found my seasoning, put together with my dry rub, and uh, put it together. It's Nine Spices. The name of my actual uh, catering company is Nine Spices Jerk, so Woo. I hope you all will enjoy Woo. Yeah, I mean, everybody starts testing their dishes months in advance. Uh, it's a holiday. It is. It should it's be on the calendar. Yeah. Uh, as a holiday, national holiday. I have that brown sugar teriyaki seasoning sandwich sitting in that nice in that nice tinfoil boat. But at the end, what you do is you take it out and you sear it. No board, no nothing. You just sear it. And when you sear it, you eat that little bit of a crisp. You come back with a little, little bit of that glaze on top. I know you enjoyed it. I know you remember it. That's seafood number 15. Yeah, so, yeah I have some news um, for you, especially uh, Hurricane. Uh, so this week... Um, and I've kind of been in charge of the, the PR and the marketing for the event, just, you know, uh, branding and, um, you know, the, the style, the invitations and things for the last few years. And this year we've got uh, a developer on board. And uh, rather than RSVPing to someone, uh, you'll be registering online. You'll be submitting your dishes in categories so you're awesome. entering online. Um, so all awesome, the voting, man. Yep, all the voting will be on your phone this year because it's gotten big enough that Paper has become cumbersome. Um, it'll be quicker, and uh, it and what's really great about it is it'll allow this really to expand uh, indefinitely and infinitely. I brought this shrimp straight off of the pier on 14th Street. Oh, Woo! Yeah. There was a swimming advisory though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I brought it straight, straight off some 14th Street pier. <laughs> Smoked, smoked to perfection and wrapped in bacon. It was a jerk seasoning shrimp. And uh, you saved the best for last. Number 22, shrimp. You know, and there's a little bit more that we're asking people to do is like, hey, when you register a week out, know what you're going to cook. Now, like you said, some people are already practicing. Yeah, uh, not me. And people are, are getting ready. But other people who might not be ready, I, I will kind of encourage them <laughs> to get their act together <laughs> and be ready to get your it. stuff together before before the yeah get your the meat together. <laughs> What's that bag of meat? It's a bag of meat, man. It's a bag, bag of meat, meat, man. <laughs> What's it look like? What's a, you what know, one of the like? greatest parts of the Robapalooza, in my opinion, is right before we all vote on the dishes, 
the guys get together and they get to try to sway everyone about how good their dish is one last time, reminding everyone <laughs> what they cooked. And it's probably yeah, it's, it, it's it's like the most hilarious and amazing at the same time. Uh, probably the best speeches I've ever heard in my entire life. Salesmanship, showmanship, showmanship, salesmanship it, at its best. Gentlemen, lady, child. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all today for coming out. Uh, this is Rob's event. I'd like to steal the limelight for a short period today. As I watched the movie Around the World in 80 Days, it came to my mind that we needed culture, civility, and togetherness today at this event. I traveled far and wide, and I came across a small country, North Korea. Trying to bring peace, man. Peace. I didn't learn much from them, but what I did learn is a dish. I give you a Korean short rib. Now, as many of you know, when you look at a rib, you say, hmm, I'd like to spend a lot of time and effort cutting off that small sliver of meat between those two bones. And that is what I have for you here today. As many of you know, it can be garnished with a spicy or eaten alone as a sweet. I gave you two sides. I want you all to remember that. I gave you a choice. You don't often get that in life. I'd like to leave you with one final word by a great lyrical artist, Black Sheep. You can get with this, or you can get with that. Because you should get with this, because this is where it's at. Oh, I'm sorry. That was 360, because you just kept coming back for more. We spoke earlier that the first year the awards were like printed out on pieces of paper and quickly framed from dollar store frames. Uh, that has evolved over the last eight years to now professionally done um, trophies. Tro- right, they're trophies. Trophies and now medals yep. for best in show uh, that you can wear proudly around your neck if you, if you have the honor of winning that. And previous winners bring and wear their best in show Metal. medals yeah. or bring their uh, their previous trophies and place them on the grills as they as they cook, which just, you know, for a competitive group of guys as we are, uh, just kind of makes it more, uh, more fun and a little bit more competitive. You no, know, Simon has one right there from last year's. But, you know, the winner of the first Robapalooza, there weren't medallions back then. So we got to invite up Matt Hamrick because this is Robapalooza number one, the medallion, medallion for Robapalooza number one here. So when you think about the day, it it might sound organized if you've never been to one of these things and you're listening to this right now, but it's not so organized. So say while you're working on your dish, someone comes up to you and says, hey, try my such and such flavored chicken wing. So, okay, so this is uh, best use of poultry. And then a second after that, someone's like, hey, try my bacon gouda smoked burger so okay so that's a beef sandwich and so you're you're, you're thinking about that and then second after that someone's like hey try my sh- shrimp shish kebab so throughout the day that's a tongue twister the shrimp shish kebab shrimp, 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 shrimp. i think i pulled it off that was good yeah, that's good thank you first podcast too yeah not bad so throughout the throughout the day you're it's not like you're doing things category by category so it's you've got this big mix of flavor and order in your head and then at the end of the day, it's time for everyone to remind you what they yeah, cooked. Yeah, because you could have had and the shrimp shish kebab. Can't do that. Hour, an Can't hour do that ago. One. 
two hours ago. Two hours ago. Yeah. Right. And now someone gets to remind you how long it was marinated, what it was marinated in, how they <laughs> cooked it, the vegetable melody that went with it, or whatever, you know, on the shish kebab. And uh, yeah, the 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 I I expect that soon there will be props involved, signage. <laughs> Possibly a public relations campaign on the radio. Billboards but, uh, bought. The billboards purchased, but that that use that use um, of time for the speeches is, is really fun. All right, gentlemen. So I know what you've done. You've walked through the wall. You know, there's in the uh, in the mall, and you've been to the you know going for some food there at the food mart, and you see that wonderful plate that's sitting out for you. It's got the toothpicks in it. And you're like walking through, and the woman says, "Hey, try some of our chicken. You've tried it. It's got the ginger. It's got the soy. It's got some of that little kick to it. That's what I've tried to do for you here—a little rendition of the uh, food court. And so that's what my chicken thighs were, right there. I mean, this is the greatest bachelor party that the world has ever seen. It's continued to go on, you know, since yeah, it's an eight since right before my uh, right before my wedding. And of course, you know, if I knew that this was going to happen when I married my wife and I was going to have the greatest bachelor party, I would have married her, you know, eight eight to ten years earlier if I could have, you know, because this thing <laughs> has just been that, just that amazing. And it's great because you get all the guys back together and now they're bringing some friends and this bachelor party continues to grow and it keeps on happening every year. And it's just an awesome celebration of good food and, you know what, a lot of good smack talk as well, which is amazing. Yeah, there was a time to RSVP to the event. You had you talk smack on email chain. <laughs> <laughs> and it got so heavy, a few people never showed up again. <laughs> That's true. But they're That's always true. invited back. You know, there are rumors. Rumors have been said. You know, not that my marriage is on the rocks. But if it was, and if we got divorced, would the robber still happen? And, of course, we know the answer. Yes. The robber palooza would yeah. absolutely yeah. still happen. It would absolutely You mentioned happen. that we kind of stumbled across this idea when you opened up the show. And I think that was really it. We, we really stumbled upon greatness, a great event. We didn't know what this was going to become as it's evolved over the years. But yep. it is the most anticipated day of the year. For our guy friends. Many guys, yeah. Great guys, great food, all day, hanging out, you know, playing some cornhole, playing some spike ball, getting to listen to the to the uh, the speeches and the award show, a lot of pride on the line, colorful, over the top, just, you know, the whole deal. It's, uh, like I said, it's the can't miss event of the year. Best use of a bird, you know, we've had turkeys entered. We've had chickens entered. We've had Cornish hens entered into this category in years past. There was one year where Ben was going up against Thad, who we've previously mentioned in the podcast, uh, and yeah. they tied for best in show. And so the yeah. votes were even. Everyone voted. And so, look, you already have cornhole out in the yard. This now came down to a cornhole competition. And if uh, whoever could take the other guy down, they were actually going to win it all, which was just great because it adds even more competition to the day. One-on-one -on -one cornhole, no throwbacks, so we had to walk the full length of the court <laughs> each time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I was victorious. Surprisingly. What? Oh, yeah, that's true, because I had never beaten Thad in Cornhole before in my life. <laughs> and then I took him when it mattered. Yeah, when it, when, it, when it came down to it. So that actually was part 
that actually caused a rule change that Best in Show had to be a category winner. But it's we're all winners. Fun. We're all winners. You go yeah. to this thing, you you're win. a winner. That's right. <laughs> the only way to lose is to miss this day of eating. Yeah, there's some pride <laughs> on the line, but you show up and you cook. I got no pride. Cook, so. You're a winner. So come on out if you're listening. Come on out this year. We'd love to have you. Again, this is a bachelor party. It's an extension of a bachelor party that started eight years ago. So unfortunately for our female no, not listeners. Ten. Ten. This is my ninth. Going to my ninth, ninth, uh, ninth anniversary. Miss so we missed a year. year. We missed a year. Whatever. Anyway, it's an extension of a bachelor party. Uh, so uh, bachelor or married men, come with yourself, uh, son, spouse, um, and have a day with just the guys eating big meats and playing some cornhole and hanging out. So yeah. what's the website? Rabapalooza.com. Rabapalooza.com. That's R-O-B-A-Palooza.com. Hey, that that sounds beautiful to me. I love it. I love it. This has been great. This has been great. Well, folks, thanks so much for listening to the Hurricane Instincts podcast. Matt and Ben, thanks so much for being on. Thanks Happy for getting this here. day going for me, you know. Years ago, I, I really appreciate that. Stigs jumping in as well. I, I had no idea that you um, were trying to run uh, run static, so I didn't know that all the grills were going over to Matt's house. That was awesome. I had no idea. Um, thanks for being on. Thanks for getting this thing going. It's been it's been awesome. And hopefully, folks, you've enjoyed this episode, and now hopefully you want to fire up the grill. So thanks for listening to the Hurricane and Stigs podcast. Of course, my name is Hurricane. I'm Stigs. I'm joined with the Hammock Brothers here in Virginia Beach. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you on the flop edge. Picking up grills. Picking up grills, you know. Yeah, and and it would always go longer than we thought. So we're like, we're going to start picking up grills at 8 a.m. Or 8 p.m. Then 9 p.m., 10, then 11. Then, like, it's midnight. We're sneaking in, trying to get somebody's (laughs) grill. Then off the back of the truck, we've got a whole bunch of other grills, which doesn't look shady at all. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, my neighbors (laughs) stopped you guys. They stopped. I think it was my yes. next door neighbor one of the years when I was at my house. He stopped you and they were like, hey, what's going on here? And you were, you were trying to explain everything to him. <laughs> you like, were dropping off a bunch of grills. <laughs> yeah, when we got to your house, we were dropping the grills off. We weren't, we weren't packing them up. But he's been a, a huge help over the years. And, and as years have gone on, people have found different ways of getting their own grill there. I don't think he's done it in a, done that in a couple of years. And, and he, that himself, brings, I think, at least two grills every year nowadays. Two plus a smoker. Where two or three grills are gathered together and Rob is present, it is a Robapalooza. So, Robapalooza, number seven, welcome, and you're welcome, and we are going to go ahead and do the...